0: Support for Milledgeville Matters comes from Georgia College, Georgia's public liberal arts university, providing the experience students would expect from a private college with the affordability of a public university. For more information, gcsu.edu. Thank you for tuning in to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Daniel McDonald, and today we're previewing an annual event that will take place for the second time on Saturday, July 9th at the Oconee River Greenway. We're talking with Danielle Fields and Allison Wilkinson of the Milledgeville JCs about the second annual Old Capitol Splash and Dash. We're going to talk about this regular event and about the JCs and how they're engaging young professionals in the community life of Milledgeville. Danielle Fields, Allison Wilkinson. Welcome to Millageville Matters.
1: Thank you. Thank
2: you.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to have you all here today. And so I thought we'd start off just by talking about the Old Capitol Splash and Dash, which again is happening Saturday morning, July 9th, beginning at the El Coney River Greenway. And I thought I'd ask, you know, the Greenway is a focal point of our leisure and recreation time here in Millageville. How did the JCs decide to put that into play uh, for this event?
1: When we were thinking about how to make it work we really wanted to partner with the greenway foundation because at the time last year they were doing the concert series so we wanted to kind of tag on to that and hopefully bring more people to their concert series so last year what we did was we started the splash and dash it at, at one the water was a little slow so it didn't pan out as exceptionally as we wanted to But when they got out, we bused them back to the Greenway. And some people did stay for the concert, but most people were too tired. So we've kind of restructured this year how we're going to do it.
0: Yeah, I can imagine spending that afternoon on the river. You're not exactly uh, ready for several more hours uh, listening to good music, (laughs) no matter how good the music might be.
1: Yeah, we really want to support other organizations in the community and ultimately the community in general. Uh, and just show support for our tremendous assets, and the Oconee River is definitely one of them.
0: Let's back up a little bit and just talk about what the Old Capital Splash and Dash is.
2: Okay, the Old Capital Splash and Dash is basically a good reason for the community to come together to utilize the Oconee River Greenway and to get on the river and just enjoy what we have. Joe has so much to offer, and we wanted to do something then to show... Our support for all of our local resources. This is also a, a good idea for the family to get out and do something fun. You can get in, in a kayak or a canoe. You can get on a float. We, we just want people to get out there and have fun and enjoy being outdoors and enjoy family time and friendship. And um, at the same time, it gives us the opportunity to raise some funds for our organization so that we can give back to our community.
0: So you said it's going to be an opportunity to spend family time out there on the river. Uh, it sounds like it's um, an uh, opportunity to get in boats and go down the river, float the river, in other words. Um, yes. it, it sounds like it might be a race, too. Is is that part it of it? It can be
2: both. Some people want to do it for leisure to take their time and stop on the islands and swim. And some people just really want to get in there and get down there. The first man, woman, and child to cross the finish line, however, do get prizes that are around $100 value or more. So there's your incentive to get across first if you want one of those prizes.
0: So a little bit of incentive to you know, to make it down that river as quickly. And, and tell me, so you're putting in at the Greenway. And did you mention where you're taking out?
1: So you start at the Greenway. Uh, we're going to travel about 4 miles, 4.3 miles down the river. Uh, and you're going to get out at a boat ramp at the property of Central State Hospital And from that point, Baldwin Transit is going to have uh, buses there to bring you back to the greenway. And Oconee Outfitters is providing trailers to get the kayaks back to the greenway. So cars will be left at the greenway, and we'll get you back to the greenway with all your assets and valuables that I know you're bringing on the river with you.
0: (laughs) Shh! All right, and... How long might people expect to be out there on the river, Uh, whether they're racing down there to try to win some of those wonderful prizes or whether they're out there just uh, enjoying a leisurely day on the river?
2: Everything is pretty much dependent on how the water is flowing. But last year, we had people finish as early as an hour and a half, and we had some people that were dragging in five hours later. They, They were taking their time. But most people, it was average of three to four hours.
1: And again, it's really going to depend on the water levels. We are changing the time this year, uh, so we're starting the race at 9 to avoid some of that summer heat. And with that, the water level is probably going to be a little bit lower this year. But again, it depends on how much it's rained and whether La Nina takes effect in the next couple of weeks. Mm
0: Yes, and of course, we're recording the interview uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ahead of the, the event, so when you hear this cross your fingers, that maybe we'll get a little bit more of that rain <laughs> this right. time, it'll raise those water levels up, and you'll have a much more smoother journey down the river. Now, you said that you're starting it earlier. Um, tell me a little bit about what people might expect before they actually get into the river, like any registration information, um, whether there'll be um, other things down there for them to do beforehand.
2: Registration will begin at 8 a.m. And during that time, you'll do your registration. You'll have to sign a waiver. We do require a waiver of liability to make sure everyone knows there's no lifeguards and you are getting in at your own risk. Just want to say that out loud. Um, And we will also be verifying that people have on shoes and have life jackets because that is a requirement to get in the river. We will have people helping you. We're going to have a selfie station and we'll have a photographer. We want people to take pictures and get some fun snapshots. You'll get your T-shirt. You'll get one ticket for the raffle with your registration, but you also have the opportunity to purchase more because we're going to have some pretty awesome prizes. We have a a big Yeti soft cooler, a $400 value that we're going to be giving away. We also have a kayak with a life jacket and a paddle and uh, lots of gift cards to restaurants. So buying extra raffle tickets is highly encouraged because that'll just give you a better chance at some of that. We also will have bounce houses for some of the children, and we're going to be handing out popcorn. So it'll just be a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So it sounds like if you're interested in joining the competitive part of the Splash and Dash, you're probably going to be itching to get in there as quickly as possible. But if not, there are plenty of things for the little ones um, and for other folks to you know kind of take their time before getting in
2: the ring. That's right. That's right. But we will be having a shotgun start, per se. So... No one's going to be going down the river ahead of you. So if you are one of those that are competitive and want to get down the river, you might want to go ahead and get in so you can get your kayak at the front of the line. But if you're there by nine o'clock, you'll be starting at the same time. And I did want to throw in there that we also encourage people to get creative if they are in a float or if they're in a group to, to decorate, decorate their kayaks, wear some decorative hats. We will be giving out a prize for some for someone or a group that's going to get out there and just... Really show their spirit.
1: Um, I also want to throw in um, just for those who may be concerned about safety, because we have had some deaths on the river in the last couple of years. Um, We're bringing out the Baldwin fire boats, so the fire boat will be on the river, um, ready to go that day, just in case something happens. And then we'll have stations and kayakers placed throughout, um, so that if anybody needs any kind of first aid kits or access to a phone, we're going to have that. You know, at various places along the route so that we can make sure to do everything we can to keep everyone safe
0: right well we're running out of time for this segment so we're going to take a short break right now but if you're just joining us we're talking with Danielle Fields and Allison Wilkinson of the Milledgeville JCS about their second annual Old Capitol Splash and Dash which will take place on the morning of Saturday July 9th It's going to start off at the Oconee River Greenway. You're going to have a leisurely or competitive um, jaunt down the river, down to the Central State Hospital property, and they will get you right back up there, back to your car. Uh, So again, we're talking about the Old Capital Splash and Dash on July 9th. But stay tuned for more Millageville Matters as we talk with Allison and Danielle about the JCs and a little bit more about the event they're going to put on coming up. Thank you for staying tuned to Milledgeville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the second annual Old Capitol Splash and Dash, which will take place the morning of Saturday, July 9th at the Oconee River Greenway. My guests in the studio are Allison Wilkinson and Danielle Fields of the Milledgeville JCs. Now, in that last segment, we were talking just all about the Splash and Dash and some of the many facets of this um, annual event. Uh, But there are a few more things I wanted to talk about. Um, As we were lighting out of there, we were talking about there is a a competitive aspect to it, um, both in the Dash down the river, but also in a raffle that will be taking place throughout the event. And um, you talked about many great prizes for both... uh, the fastest man, woman, and child uh, down the river, uh, but also for the raffle, and I'm sure uh, some of those are part of donations uh, to the organization and to the event. I just wondered if y'all want to give a shout out to any of the groups that have really worked with you to help this event come together.
2: Absolutely, um, some of our some of our big sponsors. We have to thank uh, Chandler Brothers Ace Hardware for their donation for our Yeti cooler. That's a huge deal. We just you know have to say to support your local businesses uh, along with them. Uh, Pickle Barrel Cafe, Oconee Outfitters, Trans Systems, Pond, AECOM, Happy Times, Bounce House Rentals, Amici, Gresham Smith and Partners, Michael Baker International, Charmed Salon and Spa, Bug House, Millennial Imaging Center, just to name a few. We've just been really thankful for all the donations that have been given to us. Um, Everybody that has contributed to us financially or with a prize will be noted on t-shirts and they're on our flyers which we hope you see all across downtown they're at the greenway we'll have them up at the college as well with all of our partners and we are certainly very appreciative of of our town and the generosity that we have received
0: It's just great to see all of these local businesses coming out and supporting a good event like this. And I know we're going to talk about that this isn't just an event uh, to raise awareness about the JCs. This actually goes to benefit some organizations in the community. But I I did want to say the place where I found out about it was on Facebook. And I understand. So there must be an electronic component uh, to uh, the outreach uh, for the event. uh, But also uh, for ticket sales, can people actually... um, Put this on the calendar ahead of time and then actually get the uh, tickets for the event ahead of July 9th?
2: Yes, absolutely. They can, of course, go on Facebook. There is an event set up and all they can respond and say they want tickets and someone from the JCs will contact them. There's also an Eventbrite link that is on Facebook. The other option is if you work at Georgia College or you're on the Georgia College campus, we have se- several JC members that work at Georgia College I'm the payroll manager, so most people know me. You can come to the Wheaton Garner House, and I'll be happy to hook you up. And then lastly, you could email our JC's email address, which is, Danielle's going to tell you that because I don't know it all. (laughs) It's
1: JCs at gmail.com. So any of the JC's have tickets right now, and we have JC's everywhere. So all of the banks uh, have a member. Mm -hmm. You might just have to ask. But Facebook's probably going to be the best way to find us. Um and we're actively responding on that page as well.
2: And JC Grant also has tickets for sale there. so you mm-hmm. could also J. C. just drop Grant mm-hmm. company, downtown Millijool. yes downtown Mill you could also drop by there and get tickets.
0: One of the things that we just talked about was that, of course, you know, this is a community event coming into it, creating um, the opportunity for all the great prizes for winners of the raffle and for the dash down the river. But it's also a community event that these funds will go back out into the community and benefit any deserving organizations here. Can you talk about uh, what this goes to benefit in the community?
1: All of our fundraisers kind of go into a pot and we kind of do some big events. So this year was our first prom for extra special people. And we held that at JMA in March, and it's really just a a fun event for uh, these kids to come out to. And at that, we ended up giving away four scholarships to Camp Dream, which is a camp in Warm Springs, Georgia, that provides just a really cool camp atmosphere away from parents for um, children with exceptional needs. So we were really, really excited to be able to do that for them. It's a group of students and the community that gets overlooked a lot. And we tend to actually kind of hone in on those groups of people. So um, at Thanksgiving every year, we work with Oconee Citizens Advocacy Group to provide a Thanksgiving meal to families who are separated due to extenuating circumstances. It's a chance for biological parents and, and children to come together for Thanksgiving meal So that's always a blessing to be able to participate in, and we always uh, get together and fry some turkeys and just have fun. So those are the type of events that we we want to do more of. We just really want to focus in and around the community and and try to build our community up. Uh, We're also going to start trying to do more with the veterans' home and maybe some local nursing homes to just love on the community and love on those who are so often overlooked If anyone has ideas, you're welcome to reach out to a JC, too, because we are always looking for other ways to impact our community.
0: Well, we're about out of time again in this segment, so we're going to take another short break. Uh, But if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Milledgeville JC's annual Old Capital Splash and Dash, which will take place the morning of Saturday, July 9th at the Oconee River Greenway. In the studio with me are Danielle Fields and Allison Wilkinson, who are members of the JC's organization. When you return to Milledgeville Matters after this short break, we're going to talk a little bit about that organization, how it was started, and what it does here in the Milledgeville community. So stay tuned and we'll be right back with more Milledgeville Matters. Thank you for staying tuned to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Daniel McDonald, and today we're talking with Danielle Fields and Allison Wilkinson of the Milledgeville JCs about their second annual Old Capital Splash and Dash, which will take place at the Oconee River Greenway on the morning of Saturday, July 9th. So in these last two segments, we've talked a lot about the old capital splash and dash, and I thought that in this last segment, in case there are people who are not familiar, we talk more about your organization, uh, the Milledgeville JCs. And so I, I thought we'd just start off. You, know, who are the JCs?
1: There aren't very many criteria to be a JC. Really, you just can't be old. <laughs> Well,
0: that's uh, very context laden. Yeah, 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 it
1: really is. (laughs) No, um, our membership is anyone 18 to 40, and once you turn 40, our organization considers you roostered out. So that is the the criteria for being a member is pay your dues and be under 40 years old. So it's pretty simple to join us.
0: You know, really, it's kind of a a young professionals organization, a community-minded, shall we say.
1: It really is. It's a... The JCS actually is an international organization. So the international organization is the Junior Chamber International. Uh, it is not affiliated with the Chamber of Commerce. However, most J.C. organizations have uh, M.O.U.s, uh, Memo of Understandings, with their local chambers, uh, and that's kind of how they work together. But the national organization, the United States, has branded as the JCS. So that's where the JCS comes from. It's an international organization. And it focuses on leadership development and community service. So a lot of what we do will be trying to teach ourselves and learn constantly how to be better leaders and how to impact our community in a better way.
0: And your organization, it's, it's been around for a number of years, but it's not a, um, a very long standing organization in the community. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your history here in Milledgeville?
1: Actually, the JCs as a whole, I think the organization is over 100 years old. Milledgeville's was one of the oldest until um, the early 90s, mid 90s. And then the state JCs as a whole, a lot of them started roostering out and they had not built that recruitment system. Whether intentional or not, I wasn't there for that. But a lot of the JCs in the state kind of dwindled down. In 2014, a good friend of mine sits on the uh, state board. And he came to me and said, Look, the state is really trying to put some effort into getting some more communities involved with the JCs again. And Milledgeville was one of the biggest JCs organizations in our state. So, what can we do to bring the JCs back to Millageville?" And I said, Well, I mean, it actually probably wouldn't be that hard. So, uh, we had to get a group of 20 together uh, to charter, and we did that in 2015. So, we are officially a year and a half old.
0: And if there's anyone out there who's listening right now, um, can you kind of talk about your regular activities, uh, not just the organizations that y'all benefit, but the reasons why they might be um, interested in becoming a JC themselves?
1: We have a lot of fun. We do happy hour once a month. We have a meeting once a month where we talk about you know, how we're going to be involved, make sure we're getting our planning done, and that's held at Church Central in downtown And then we're going to start doing some other social activities. We do social activities about once a quarter, but we're hoping to bring it down to once a month. And then we're going to do a volunteer-oriented activity probably once a month, if not more. We volunteer a lot, so we help with First Friday every month and uh, do a couple of small things. But we want to get a group. like I think we're thinking the Veterans Home right now to kind of be a regular fixture for that group. So that's kind of what we're doing right now. Our happy hours are always lots of fun. Uh, and we always change up the business, so we go to a different business and try to support the restaurants um, each month.
0: You said that you have these uh, regular events uh, that take place, either uh, volunteer events or um, you know a gathering, like a happy hour or something like that. But when will the next one be?
1: So our next meeting will be um, the third Monday in July, and it's going to be at Church Central at 6 o'clock. So anyone who is under 40 is welcome to come join us and kind of get a feel for who we are and what we're about. Our next happy hour event will be at Lake Country Lanes, which was formerly bowling bowling on Robertson Mill. And that will be at six o'clock on the first Monday of August. So we would love to have people come join us and have a little fun and also be able to do some great things for our community.
0: Now, you talked about as you get to the age of 40, you get roostered out, which begs the question for me, is there any kind of initiation that you have to go through to become a JC?
1: No, we just take money, really. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have actually someone roostering out in the next year, so we're also encouraging them to participate in other organizations. Uh, one of the great things about the JCs is our membership fee is so low.
0: And so as we talk about involvement in this organization, I thought I'd ask y'all for uh, kind of a personal testimony. Why did y'all get involved in this organization? What is it um, in your character that spoke to um, joining this club?
2: I guess you would say that I'm a Jaycees baby. Both of my parents were Jaycees, so I grew up going to the events that they helped host. So when Danielle approached me about joining, I just thought it was a great idea to get involved in my community, to get to know more people and to build friendships with others around the area. And, of course, I drug my husband with me, and he is currently serving as vice president. So it's just been a good opportunity for us to be here, and getting involved in this community means a lot to us. We have two small children, and so we want them to see us giving back so that hopefully they will use that as an example to follow in our footsteps and give back to their community. We want this place to be happy and safe and rewarding, and doing that is a way to give back to our children.
1: I mean, I think anybody who knows me, who actually knows me, knows that kind of one of the biggest things for me is seeing our community come back together, following the recession, bringing people together, having a unified spirit, so that's kind of been my whole focus for the last four or five years. So when the state came to me and said, hey, we have this young professionals organization and we want to kind of bring it into your community, I thought, wow, this is a great opportunity to, to be able to neutrally help the community and not have obligations to you know, certain groups or organizations uh, and just be able to give back in a, in a pure form. So I've really enjoyed it. I love being able to help people, and I love being able to, to learn from people, which I, I get out of the JCs as much as I give. We're constantly learning. We're constantly learning how to communicate better, which is a lifelong learning aspect. It's just really been a blessing for me, and I, I think that it's, it's definitely been impactful in the community, and, and that's what I'm all about.
0: And I know as we're on the eve of this signature annual event coming up on July 9th, it's probably hard to look past that. Um, But in the longer-term future, is there anything that uh, you'd like to use this opportunity to kind of get people ready for beyond the summer months?
1: Well, I will say uh, we've got a golf tournament coming in the fall, but we're going to surprise you with the date. But we are going to have a golf tournament. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit more competitive our friend Andrew Strickland is going to be putting that together for us, and he's got a lot of spunk and loves golf more than anybody I've ever met in my life. So I think he's going to do a great job with it. So be looking forward to that. We're going to invite everybody we know who plays golf to come out and just kind of make it a good event and, and hopefully draw some more people in business to Milledgeville. Anytime we have that kind of event in the community that draws from outside of the community, it's also helping the businesses, and especially small businesses and restaurants. And... Showing Milledgeville off a little bit more. So I'm all about that. I want as many people to come here and see what an awesome town we have as is possible. So we do have that coming up, and I'm sure we'll have other things as well.
0: And I know we talked about it a few segments ago, but if people wanted to learn more about this event or learn more about the JC's, the year-long activities that y'all do, how can they get in touch with y'all? How can they get involved?
1: Probably the best way is via email. You can always call I'll put my cell phone out here because it's already everywhere. Um, but if you want to call and get some more information, my name's Danielle Fields. Uh, my number is 478 451 9992. The Milledgeville JC's email is milledgevillejc's at gmail.com.
0: And could you spell JC's for us just in case people are Oh, aren't like, you know what? Them.
1: That's a good point. Um, <laughs> it's J A Y C E E S. Um, and just you know, shoot us an email. Or Facebook. Uh, we check that Facebook account as well, and it's just Milledgeville JCs on Facebook. So find us, and we would love to give you some more information. We'd love for you to come visit and hang out with us and just kind of meet the group as well. All right.
0: Well, Allison Wilkinson, Danielle Fields of the Milledgeville JCs, thank you so much for joining us here on Milledgeville Matters. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Milledgeville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. Today we were talking about the second annual Old Capital Splash and Dash, which will take place in the morning of Saturday, July 9th at the Oconee River Greenway just outside of downtown Milledgeville. Joining me today in the studio, again, were Danielle Fields and Allison Wilkinson of the Milledgeville JCs. Thank you for spending a portion of your evening with Milledgeville Matters here on WRGC 88.3 FM. I've been your host, Daniel McDonald. I look forward to convening with you next time.